Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Mamas podcast, where we encourage and empower moms just like you to raise those babies in the way they should go. Hi, I'm Trudy Lineski, God girl, wife, mama four, writer, vlogger, and speaker. I'm super passionate about the next generation. Together, we can lead, guide, and direct them to stand confidently in who God has called them to be. Grab your copy, get comfy, let's get started. Welcome to episode eight. Today, we're going to talk about three ways to create a morning routine that fills you up. And today's topic came from my girl, Kristen, and she is in my Raising Kingdom Girls group. And her question is, or her ask of me is, can you talk about the importance of self-care and how to make it easier to get up before your kids to fill your cup early? What makes it easier for us mamas that never get enough sleep or just hate mornings? <laughs> so I'm guessing, Kristen, that you might not like mornings, maybe. <laughs> And that's okay. My girl Kristen has two itty bitty ones. She has a toddler and a preschooler, if I am correct. Those years are tough, right? Like those are mom tired years. And that's okay. The thing that I've learned as a mom who has a 15 year old now, 14, 11, and nine, what I've realized is that each stage is really cool. And I have an opportunity to embrace each stage or run from it. And while there are times (laughs) that I wanted to run from these teenage years, I've chosen to embrace them in whatever way that God has called me to do so. So your question is a good one. And I guarantee you're not the only one dealing with this situation, dealing with mom tired, dealing with feeling drained, dealing with the fact that you've poured into so many people that you've forgotten to take care of yourself. Now, I've heard that there's a reason why the flight attendants on an airplane tell you to put your mask on first. Have you ever heard that? How many of you have flown on an airplane, they tell you when the air pressure drops that the mask will come down and you as the adult are to put the mask on first. Reason being is if you are not filling yourself with oxygen, you're not able to help those around you. You're not able to help the children that are on board that airplane. With that said, I think we can relate that to life. If we don't fill our cup, if we are constantly walking around feeling drained, we're not able to take care of those around us the way that we should be able to, right? So here I am. I'm here to talk about three ways to create a morning routine. There's a really good book out there called Miracle Morning. I think I've talked about that before and the importance of your morning As human beings, we are most productive in the morning, at least most of us are. (laughs) Scientifically, we are because we have slept throughout the night, our brain has filtered out toxins, our body has done the same, and we are more productive, we are more brain ready to take on the day. So with that said, 
it's really imperative that we are super intentional about how we spend that morning, right? The number one way to create a morning routine, and this is reverse engineering your day, and that is going to bed on time. Looks differently for each of us because we have different members in our household. They wake up at different times in the morning. And depending upon when they wake up is when we start our day. And if we're not intentional about guarding that time, we're waking up to the cry of a baby or we're waking up to other fires that we need to put out. So number one is to go to bed on time. So for me in that stage of life, and there was a time, girl, like you are not alone. You're not alone. There was a time when as a family, we woke up to the cry of the first baby. There's four of them, six and under (laughs) at one point. There are four of them, six and under. So when we woke up was determined by a cry, it was determined by whomever decided to wake up first. When we started our day in a frenzy, because you are running to a child who's crying, (laughs) we weren't able to focus on our day, focus on the agenda, focus on the schedule. Our mindset wasn't in the right place. It wasn't in a positive mind space, right? Because we're just waking up in a frenzy. So we didn't have time to think about our day. We didn't think about the blessings that were before us because we hadn't made time for that. I remember my youngest child, who is now nine, He was 17 months old and we hadn't determined a schedule or we hadn't determined a way to start our morning differently. It was then that I was like, you know, something's got to give. Like I am drained. I'm completely drained. (laughs) I've been nursing and or pregnant for 10 years. I'm not taking care of myself. I feel exhausted the majority of the time. Something's got to give. And at that time, my husband and I had a conversation about working out. We didn't want to go to a gym. We didn't want to leave the kids in a daycare or anything like that at the gym. I was a very protective mom. I know, I know. So the only option for us was to work out at home before the kids woke up. It was then that we determined, okay, our kids wake up generally around 6.30, 7 o'clock. That means we are going to have to get up at 5.30 in the morning and get our workout in. And it was then in that stage of life that we determined like, oh, this feels good. Like we can get up, we can work out. We're up before the kids. We can pray together. We can have quiet time together. We can get into God's word before we even start our day. And that determines the trajectory of our day. So if my kids are waking up at 6.30, 7 o'clock, I want to be up an hour before them. So that's about 5.30. And knowing myself, (laughs) I like to get 8 to 10 hours of sleep a night. Now, that's not realistic. I, I know. I understand. At least eight hours is what makes me feel energetic, is what makes me feel like I can get through my day without feeling completely spent and exhausted. So that meant I needed to get to bed before nine o'clock. That meant that when I put my kids to bed, I'm not scrolling on social media. I'm not binge watching Netflix. I'm being super intentional about shutting down my mind. I don't know about you guys, but 
screens just have a way of making my wheels turn even more. So I needed to get to bed before nine o'clock. I needed to wind down for the day, and that did not include binge watching or <laughs> scrolling social media. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get caught up in scrolling, and then all of a sudden, an hour's gone by, and I'm like, oh, I should have gone to bed earlier. So number one, you're super, super intentional about going to bed on time. That means you're reverse engineering your day, whatever that looks like for you. If your children are waking up like mine did, then that means you set a time for bed. If you have an iPhone, there's a way that your phone can go to do not disturb at a certain time each night. And that's what my phone does. It goes on do not disturb. I don't get any notifications. And that's my way of just disconnecting from all of the noise and being intentional about getting to bed on time. So that's number one. I know it's not easy. I know as moms who have little ones, sometimes nighttime is the only time you have to decompress. But when you're super intentional about, okay, I need to go to bed because I know if I get the amount of rest that I need, eight to 10 hours, (laughs) then I can better take on my day. I can get up an hour early. I can do my devotionals. I can get my workout in and be ready for my day before my kids wake up. Number two, you're going to start your day right. And that might mean that you ignore any of the notifications that are going on on your phone. I know for a while it was super tempting to pick up my phone, check the notifications, and then all of a sudden I'm on Facebook scrolling. And again, time sucker, an hour's gone by and I'm like, oh my goodness, my kids are going to wake up and I haven't gotten into God's word and I haven't worked out. So you need to start your day right. If that means keeping your phone on do not disturb until you've gotten those things done, then go ahead and do that because that's super empowering when you're like, eh, my phone's not going to control me today. Like, I'm going to start my day. I'm going to fill myself up and I'm going to let go of all of that. Maybe it's coffee. Maybe filling your cup means filling it with caffeine. Maybe that caffeine is what you look forward to when you go to bed. I don't know about, uh, I don't know, I may be speaking from experience, but coffee, coffee's life, (laughs) y'all, for me, at least. In the morning, I look forward to it. Maybe that's meditation. Maybe that's sitting quietly and calming your mind before you even start your day. Maybe that's getting into a devotional. And I go through stages. Sometimes I'm in a devotional. Sometimes I'm literally in the Bible in God's word. I love the Life Application Bible for that purpose because not only do I have scripture, but I have all this really cool content that I get to learn from. I'm a Bible geek, and I have been. And my husband reminded me the other day, he's like, Trudy, you've been in God's Word for two years, like studying intensively in God's Word for two years. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have. And it's good, y'all, because when I don't have that time, I feel it, right? When I start my day crazy and the time has gotten away from me. And this morning was one of those confession. It was one of those days. I haven't been in God's word yet. It's this afternoon. So maybe filling your cup is devotionals, or maybe it's getting into God's word. Maybe it's workouts. Maybe it's a half hour workout at home 
Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's walking. Joyful movement is where it's at, y'all. When I talk about workouts, I am not talking about beating your body into submission. No, I'm not for that. Been there, done that, not doing it again. I think some of you have watched me go through that. However, (laughs) I am reclaiming the whole workout thing. I just want to encourage you to find something, some sort of movement that you find fulfilling. Maybe it's running. For me, I I know people think I'm crazy because I'm a runner. (laughs) During that time when I'm running, I'm not in the kitchen looking at all the dishes that I need to do. I'm not in the house thinking about the laundry that needs to be folded. I'm not looking at the mess that needs to be picked up. When I'm running, it's my time with God. It's my time to meet with the Holy Spirit. It's my time for Him to reveal things over myself, over my family, over my marriage, over my friendships, over life. So joyful movement, whatever that looks like for you. I want to encourage you to find that and make some time for that. And if you can, make it in the morning. Number three is to make this a priority. You do not have to apologize for making time for yourself. You don't have to feel guilty or ashamed because you take an hour each day for you. Because it's in that space that you are filling yourself up. You're filling yourself with God's truth. You're filling yourself with energy. You're moving your body the way God intended. You don't have to apologize for that. So make it a priority. Take time today to think about how you can start this routine. How can you start each morning filling yourself up so you can be better equipped to take care of those around you? So with that said, we're going to go back and summarize what we've learned. We want to go to bed on time. I want you to take some time today to reverse engineer what that looks like. What time do my kids wake up? How many hours of sleep helps me feel rested? If I do the math, create that formula, what does that look like for me? When do I need to get my tukey in bed? (laughs) I'm telling you, get your tukey in bed. When do I need to get in bed so that I feel rested, so that I can have that one hour of time, that miracle morning time with God, being intentional in order to take on my day? Number two, start your day right. What does that look like for you? It looks different for each one of us. What fills your cup? Is it a gratitude journal? Is it joyful movement? Is it devotional, Bible time, coffee, meditation, something? I want you to choose something or two or three somethings that fill your cup that you can do within that one hour time space. And number three, make it a priority. Girl, you don't have to apologize for taking care of you so that you can take care of those around you. You are important. You're valuable. God has placed these children in your life so that you can mother them the way that he intended you to. And in order for that to happen, we need to take care of us. Anyway, friends, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Kristen, for this topic. I know that many moms struggle with the very same thing. You are not alone, sister. Thank you again. And friends, if you have anything that you would like me to talk about, please let me know. Reach out. You can find me on social, Trudy underscore Lineski. 
Take care. Hey, Mama, before you go, will you do me a favor? If you found this podcast encouraging and valuable, would you please head over to iTunes, leave a review, and subscribe to the show? Also, I'd love to connect with you. I can be found on social at Trudy underscore Lineski. Until next time, sweet girl, stand confidently in your calling. You are the mom for the job.